I'll get this going. Alright, what's up everybody? We are here, and the first question for today is... Why do you name your channel and brand All I Need? All I Need Skate. Um, well, it came to me. In the middle of the recession, I had a little bit of savings, and um, I had lost all my sponsors because the economy tanked, and I was stripped of my pro board and my pro shoe. Since they didn't sponsor me anymore, there was no money. Um, all that was gone. And uh, I didn't want to let go of it. Because I didn't like the idea that I was riding for brands that were owned by people that didn't skate and that they could take all I worked away, all I had worked for most of my life since I was 13. I had been working at being a pro skateboarder and living the stream and and uh, traveling the world and working with artists and creating art for my pro boards and shoe designers, my friend Colin. And like we did all this and we achieved it and uh, the recession happened and, you know, the people that were investing in me pulled out so i said you know what they can't take away my dream you know like everything i need to skate everything in my life is from skateboarding my wife well fiance we're not married yet but we're engaged <clears throat> i met her at the skate park or skate shop she was working at one all my friends i have are from skate parks and skating and just somehow through skating i met tons of epic people um yeah, everything in my life. My house, I bought it from the people that own the Edge, or I'm buying it from the people that own the Edge indoor skate park, so even my house is stemming from that. It's, skateboarding has given me a lot of blessings, basically, and uh, I'm really thankful for that. So I just called it all I need, because I figured as a brand, like, if we focus on our needs, we can build off of those. We can build a strong foundation if we know what we need in this world to be happy and to be moving forward then we could build off that, you know? And the more people I found that were like-minded, that understood their needs, um, would see all I need and go, oh, I want to wear that, all I need, so so they could kind of embody the brand and give it meaning, you know? Because if you rock an all I need tee, it's going to be different than if I rock it. If I rock all I need, I need skateboarding, family, friends, but other people need different things, you know? And uh, I'm always super hyped when someone cops an all I need to, or a deck. It just means a lot to me because it means they understand, like, they understand their needs and that they're trying to figure it out and build off of them. And uh, I don't know. So that's why I call it all I need. Because um, I figured once we could grow this brand, um, we could do a lot of cool things. So we're doing that. We're in the works. All right, more questions. Sativa or Indica? Jason Reed asks, because you see me hitting my new pipe. Um, I don't even know. I don't know much about weed. <laughs> uh, weed just gets me sparked. Like, um, I mean, I'm already sparked regardless, but it just heightens whatever's in me. I just smoke a little weed, and it's kind of like drinking a cup of coffee where you get a little bit, you get ju juicing a little bit. So I, li I like it. It's fun. It's recreational. I don't do it all the time. I take breaks from it. Um, but I don't know the difference between sativa and indica. I've looked it up multiple times, but I can never remember. So I can't really answer that honestly. John P.P. Campbell P. says, Yo, when did you start skating? I started skating at 13 years old. My father had just passed away. He was in a motorcycle gang, and he was shot in the back of his neck. 
and was paralyzed for life. And uh, I was 13, and I had to go see my father. I had to go live with my mom, and my mom was running wild. She was lost in pain and drug abuse and things that happened to her. So I was living in the projects, and we get news that my father had been shot. And uh, I went to the hospital for months, and I saw him. And he was, he was paralyzed, paralyzed from his neck down. And that was kind of gnarly to see because my father was athletic and strong, built. And it was weird to see him, like, not be able to lift his arms, you know, to hug me and to... It was just, like, fucking... At 13, that was a... That was a hard pill to swallow. And uh, he was in the hospital for a couple months, getting better. He could sit up. And then uh, they tried to move him from one hospital to another, try to put him on a flight, and uh, he didn't make the flight. He, he, he didn't... He passed away on the flight. And... Uh, that's right when I found skateboarding, though. I was, like, 13 in New Bedford, Mass., the city, and I was living in the projects with my mom, just lost my father, had no friends, was new to the place, and uh, I met a kid, he gave me a board, and then from there I just skated around and I met the guys from Solstice Skate Shop and I didn't know anything about skateboarding. I didn't know about skateboards, shoes, I didn't know about magazines, videos. I didn't know anything about the culture. Events, demos, pros, I knew nothing. I'd, all I knew was a skateboard. I didn't even know you could do tricks on it. I just thought you rode around on your ass, you know, like downhills. Like I didn't really think about skateboarding. And I met this kid and he did a kickflip and it blew my mind. I was like, how the fuck did you get the thing off the ground? And like, you had to, like, practice and put all that poetry into motion. Well, at that time, I didn't say it like that, but I was like, how did you connect all those dots to make it look effortless? And I just instantly wanted to learn, and um, I just fucking went at it. I just put, I just didn't want to do anything else, because that was, like, the one thing I had control over was, like, if I apply effort in the skating, I'm going to have fun, my heart's going to beat, and I'll actually be able to ollie, and maybe I'll be able to 180, and then backside, and then frontside, and, like, slowly build it. And it, it always stayed true to me, you know, like I could just keep progressing at my own pace. And even then it was like, I, skateboarding's always been super personal to me. It's like me and my board, that's like the best thing is you have a piece of wood with wheels, four wheels, and it's simple. It's not connected to you. You got to manipulate that thing. You got to put your energy in motion. You can apply style. And you can just build off of it. You, it can be your own little creation, skateboarding, you know? So, um, but yeah, I found Solstice Skate Shop. I learned all about how cool skateboarding culture is and how there's amateurs and flow. You know about flow riders where, like, a company will support you, but you're not really on the team. They'll send you some products when, product when they can just to, like, keep you going, keep you pushing it, help you develop your character and, like, figure out skating, get more, uh, and just grow into it and keep you part of the community, you know? And... That way we could all hang out together and go to events and see pros and amateurs. I, like, learned all about that, and and it blew my mind. I thought it was so cool. All the art on the skateboards, how people had to draw it and put it on boards, and I just, like, I don't know. People were filming, um, filming each other, making videos, full-length videos where they came to get, like, six, seven dudes came together and had different styles but made one epic video to share with everyone. That's like what we try to do with All I Need is work with artists and 
work with filmers and create culture for skateboarding because that's what we should do. We love it. We live it. You know, you guys know. But um, yeah, I, I'm sorry I'm getting sidetracked, but yeah, I found skateboarding, found out about Skateboarding World, Solstice Skate Shop, shout out, thank you so much, you guys are so cool to me, hooking me up with boards and shoes when I had nothing, and uh, it helped out a lot, but you know, I found skating right then, so right at the darkest, man, when I would like realize life is fleeting and you never know shit could happen, like, I, I thought my father would be around forever, you know? He was, like, so much stronger and, like, seemed like he had it together and then gone, you know? So, like, that kind of snapped me out of my, um, my apathy, you know? Like, I was, like, kind of frozen and then, like, I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck, like, the ride might end sooner than we imagined, you know? So then I just started going, oh, man, I really want to do something with skateboarding. I really want to, um, be a part of this skateboarding world, you know? And I just went to every event. I filmed tons of video parts. I met tons of amazing people. I tried to go to every contest I could get ride to, gas money. Thank you to all the sponsors that eventually supported me and helped me get to these places and meet these people and have these memories and moments that I'll never forget. Like I have hard drive full of like things that bring me joy and moments that I'm thankful to be alive for and to have been there. Later guys. Uh, I'll go through more comments in a minute. Uh, I'm just gonna continue with this rant. For the people on, uh, listening on the podcast only, I have uh, my YouTube channel. Well, our YouTube channel for All I Need. It's youtube.com forward slash all I need skate. And I'm doing a live video, and the people commenting, that's who I'm responding to. Um, let me, uh, I'll go back through the comments a little bit. Who won the giveaway? Derek Young asked. The video is going up at 4.30 today. Derek Fukuhara is going to announce the winner. How many people are helping you? Uh, we work with two artists, and one's a designer as well. Well, they're both designers and artists, but Peter James Glenn is doing the graphics right now, and Paul Francis Lambert is doing our apparel, and he did graphics in the past for the decks. So, two artists. We work with a sales rep, Conrad Furla, who's awesome, helped us grow the brand. We worked with Distribution, Eastern Skate Supply, so if there's any shops out there and you guys want to get our boards, you can get them direct from me at all i need skate at hotmail.com or you could go to eastern skate supply and uh, they have our board so you can order them there as well so we work with the distributor we work with the manufacturer who makes our boards shout out to chapman thank you for making our boards and also shout out to penswood who's made our boards in the past uh super cool to work with you and even gnarlywood we started with uh gnarlywood out in west those guys are really cool to us as well and made some boards for us but uh yeah shout out to chapman out of New York for making our boards and having the freshest wood you could find because it's straight right there from Maine. Uh, yeah, so we work with two artists, manufacturer, distributor, my skate team. So we have Corey Goonan, who was our first pro. We turned him pro. We took him skydiving. If you lurk way back on the YouTube channel, we took Corey Goonan skydiving and turned him pro. And we filmed the whole thing. Maybe if you type in Corey Goonan skydive, you'll you'll find that video. That was a crazy day, and we filmed it. I gotta go back and watch it. See what I'm saying? There's like a hard drive. So many amazing things that skateboarding gets you into and takes you. It's like beyond amazing. Um, I got a little confused there. But, uh, oh, well, who are we working with? Sales rep, manufacturer, distributor, two artists, the skate team. So Corey Goonan's the first pro. Billy Drown, who's been on from the beginning. I love Billy. Such a good style. So much power. I, power. I would love to turn that guy pro one day. That would be a goal for sure. Billy Shreds. If you guys type in Billy Drown, 
D-R-O-W-E. D-R-O-W-N-E. So drown. He shreds. You probably saw him in our video, Thrive, Prosper, Rise, or in the trenches video. But he's been down from the beginning, and he shreds. He's am for us, and I would love to turn pro one day. That's a goal of mine for sure. And then we have more people. I'm just spacing right now. Adam Riddington, we support him, give him boards. Levitate Skate Shop supports us, and he he rides for them, which is really cool. Uh, that guy shreds. And Evan Mansalillo. Uh, M-A-N-S-O-L-I-L-L-O Mansalillo We call him E-Man But Evan Shred you've been, If you've been watching the vlogs You've been seeing Evan kill the transition We support him He rides for Narragansett Surf and Skate um, And they support all I need And carry the boards And we support Evan Because he fucking shreds And does a lot for his skate community Shout out to OMF Skate Park You guys can check them out too They're on Instagram Um we work with models like Jade, Brittany Bond, Dashiell Berry. They model our clothes. We work with photographers. We work with filmers. Dan McGrath, we gave him a guest filmer board. That was one of my favorite things because Dan helped produce our videos. And he's the fucking man. So we made like the Simpsons graphic. There might be some out there online somewhere. I, I think we sold out. Um, but we made a cruiser board for him, to, or a filmer board for him. That was super cool. Sammy Skates has filmed for us. Um, yeah, we work with a lot of people, man. It's definitely a gathering of people with skills that are passionate and love skateboarding and apparel and fashion. And we come together to try to make epic shit, you know? Stoked. Let me go through the comments, I'm sorry. Um, that way I catch up. Today is nice and I'm hyped to be free. Hanging out with you guys on the podcast in the live stream. How many people are you hoping? Whiskey OG says, what's up? Shout out. Shout out to Whiskey. Uh, hell yeah. Oh, uh, that's sad. Plus, that's a nice of you, how you started skateboarding. Thank you. I, I don't I don't look at my life as like um, a tragedy or a sadness or anything like that. I, I look at my life as um, I'm lucky. I'm lucky to experience all that I have, the highs and the lows. Because the lows make the highs that much better, in my opinion. Because I've been to the bottom. A lot of people have, but from my own personal experience, I've been to the bottom. And I know how that feels. And I know I can work my way up from the bottom. And it means a lot. It means a lot because then, you know, the higher we go, as far as experiences and joy and the people we meet and memories we collect and things we uh, accumulate and work together and build and all that creation and stuff we can do it, it we can go really really far with it and i believe that um but yeah so i'm happy to be here i dealt with depression in the past um growing up i used to get really angry at life and because i see like a lot of fucked up things that happen in life and the injustice and the people in power that abuse that power and, you know, the atrocities of life. <laughs> the shit that happens and I see that and you get really angry and you want to use that as an excuse. T Let me say goodbye. TH Gamer Girl. Peace. Thank you for tuning in and watching all the videos. You're awesome. And I love all your comments. They inspire me. Um, people join in on the brand as we meet people too. 
She was asking how many are there in your crew, people who join in on the brand, or just the crew. Our crew has grown over the years. We've met people that came and can offer something to all that need, a skill, and help us. And uh, in return, we help them and make something together. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. All right, peace. Max Hesh, got your boards. I think you said I'm heading over, so I'll pick up the Apocalypse Now board. Sick. John P., thank you. John P. Campbell, what up? Shout out. Thank you for copping an All I Need board. That means a lot. Um, Derek Young wants to know how old I am. I am 34. Started skateboarding when I was 13. I'll be 35 in November. But mentally, I feel like I'm 15 still. <laughs> um, John P., I want to give him a shout out. His comment is, I'm sorry, bud. I grew up around this as well. I'm glad you made it through it. Thank you. That means a lot. Shout out to Ben Gravy, too. You're the homie. Ben Gravy. You guys should check out Ben Gravy. He's awesome. Nub TV, that's his YouTube channel. It's wicked sick. They do a bunch of stunts, and the, my favorite is the surfing, and Ben surfing, and all the beautiful places they go. Check check out Ben Gravy, please. Ben Gravy has his own vlog. He's been vlogging every day for a year. <laughs> Man's on a mission. I love it. He's passionate. Passionate. Um... Yeah, so I wanted to say a couple things, uh, a little house cleaning as before we go forward. I want to say tomorrow is going to be sick because Central Mass Skate Festival is going down. That's in Harvard, Mass. Uh, it's the whole weekend, I believe, Friday. I think it's the 4th through the 6th or the 4th and the 5th. But um, yeah, tomorrow I'll be there. I will be filming and I will be announcing a bit. And I'm going to set up an all-I-need tent as well. And I'm going to bring some puffer fish teas, which I'm super psyched on to, to have an offering at the festival this year. And maybe some nug jars, if I can get them made in time. I'm trying right now. And some of our decks. And uh, windbreaker as well, pack-and-go. Our pack-and-go, I'll bring those and set up a table and a booth. I went and bought a tent the other day um, because our other one broke, so like a canopy. So we're not sitting in the sun all day. I got some Protec chairs, like uh, camping chairs. Shout out um, Protec for kicking those in. And Mike's going to bring my homie Mike, who's throwing the Central Mass Contest. Um, he's bringing me a table. I don't have anyone to man this table, so I, I imagine I'm going to set up all the product and stuff. And then i got to kind of announce and work um, and film the skating, which I'm really excited for. But uh, I'm going to have to find someone to man the table. That's... Uh, that's for sure. But that's going on tomorrow. So if you're in this immediate area, this podcast is going to go up tonight for sure. So some of you will get this message in time. Tomorrow, Central Mass Skate Festival, Harvard Mass. I'm going to be there early. So hopefully I'll see you guys there. And if you end up going, check out the All I Need booth. And I'll be selling some stuff there. I'll be giving away some deals for sure. You'll get them for quite the deal if you come in person. And I can take credit cards and cash if needed. Um, let me read another comment. Yo, I knew you were around my age. Copley Crew, 98, 99. Wowing straight, scaring the shorties team with our craziness. <laughs> That's sick, man. Yeah, I, I was kind of always an outside sider of the Boston crew because I would just kind of lurk in and I didn't know anyone. But uh, I love all those guys and that whole crew is so sick. Copley Crew is sick. That's cool you're around the same age. Um, 
yeah, comments. Yep. So yeah, tomorrow's gonna be fucking sick. And then I wanted to also tell you guys about my crazy mission. Well, not mine, but all I need's crazy mission because I we're all going. Uh, Kevin, Clem, Goonin, everybody, Evan. Oh, Goonin's not going. Evan's going. Uh, Jeff's going. It's gonna be a heavy crew. We're going to Maine. Uh, on Saturday, and it's a seven-hour drive, and we're going up there because the homie Rob from Low Card, which uh, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, go back. I did an episode with him. He owns a sick skateboard magazine called Low Card Mag, and it's everywhere, and it's sick. And uh, he has a spot in Maine, and he invited a bunch of people. He invited us to come up there, and they have this epic ramp, mini ramp, that just looks really fun. And he was like, yeah, just bring tents camp out in the yard shred the ramp and there shall be good times had filming and photos and just antics and skating so we're doing that so after the central mass tomorrow i go to sleep wake up super early drive seven hours go to maine with the crew the all i need crew and we shred we shred and film that's gonna be fun vlogs for sure so stay tuned for that content and then the next day we're gonna sleep over camp kevin's bringing his tent which we titled Tent Shitty because the first time he brought this tent, it's like a it's like a five to ten person tent or something. It's massive. He didn't know how to set it up, so like he just jerry rigged this tent, and there was like he didn't even use all the poles or pieces, and it was like tied together. And we're just like, dude, that's Tent Shitty instead of Tent City. And then uh, so I'm relying on him to bring a tent because I don't have a tent, and I might be sleeping in Tent Shitty, but. My only thing, the only faith I have is that I talked to Kevin and he said he now knew how to set the tent up properly. So I'm thinking we'll be chilling. So let's hope it doesn't go back to sleeping in a fucking folded up teepee that we had to do when we went to Martha's Vineyard. Um, but yeah, and then we drive drive home on Sunday, seven hours. So it's going to be quite the trip. But I will be filming and broadcasting so you'll see it on the YouTube channel. And it should be fun. I even might get some fireworks if I can remember or I see him anywhere. Oh, also, I wanted to reach out to you guys. Kind of talking about the All I Need family and what we're trying to grow and the movement, you know, to take care of our needs, you know, everyone's needs, to build something that we can, you know, we all recognize and go, we could do this. We could build epic stuff and work together and make awesome stuff. And um, I'm looking for a sales rep. Not in the New England area, outside the New England area, down in Florida, down that way, or towards the Midwest or out west. But the catch is I need someone that actually has experience, that has done this, um, sales rep. Uh, we're at the point where we need help, you know. So, yeah, if there's anybody out there that you think you're qualified or you're interested in that has experience doing sales reps for core skateboarding, um yeah, hit me up. All I need skate at hotmail.com. And uh, I'll check out whatever you send me links, resumes, stuff like that. And we can talk. See if we can, if there's a fit and we can work something out. Uh, yeah, that's, I believe this is, it's weird. I've never done this before. I've had to ask um, for help, but I figure this is the way to help make something grow is to reach out and find new areas and people that are passionate and that have experience and skills and can help. And uh, I think that would be sick. And, yeah, then I was talking, I wanted to mention the New England Am. We found some dates. I believe it's November 4th and 5th. 
So that's coming. We're working on art right now for the New England AM. Peter's working on that. We're, he's also working on new boards for All I Need. And I believe we're going to do a Homeless series for the next s series of All I Need decks. I think that's where me and Peter left off, but don't quote me. But either way, I'm not going to say too much about it, but I'm super excited about it. And Peter had a really sick vision he was showing me and telling me about. So maybe I'll leak some uh, sketches and stuff as I get them from Peter, just so you can kind of see the graphics and the series coming together. But the art's starting to get in works now, and same with New World Industry decks. We're working on more art there as well. So... It's not like the door opened. <laughs> Maybe it did. Anyone wouldn't see it. Um, yeah, man. I've been, like, feeling crazy lately, but I'm feeling a lot better now. I don't know if you guys ever trip out sometimes on just, like, the state of the world. Kind of, like, it's intense, man. I'm 34, so I'm trying to live, learn, and grow and be in the moment. And there's a lot of shocking shit out there. And it's hard because I don't want to tune everything out, you know? Like, who wants to shut off and just tune out? Because there's so much bullshit out there. But sometimes you have to. So I'm trying to, like, consume some of this stuff and culture and the news and politics. Politics is a fucking crazy one, you know? And uh, all this technology stuff and being in 2007 and just trying to digest this stuff so you can find a compass to figure out what's going on and where you're at and what direction and... Shit is intense, man. I take it all in. I'm trying to slow it down. <laughs> you know? You don't want to get lost in it either. You don't want to shut off completely and not know what's going on in the world. But you also don't want to fully believe everything and think the world's falling apart all the fucking time. It's strange out there right now. Yeah. You can live in any world you want, really. There's so much media and content, audio and visual and rabbit holes and things that, like, you could... You could justify any of your thoughts. You could find people out there. That's scary. There's some rabbit holes you go down. You're like, holy shit, this reality is terrifying. <laughs> uh, it's scary to me. Try to not be uh, too rigid, stuck in one perspective. You know, I like to try to be flexible at all times. I hope we all do. I'm trying. I feel like that's what the world kind of demands of us right now is just flexibility and being able to move. Um, it's crazy. I really want you guys to hit me up, send me some messages, probably on it. I mean, you could do it on YouTube, leave some comments, just let me know what you guys do for work and uh, what you do for passion. Like, if you, I'd, I'd want to know what your full-time job is, how you're making the hustle and getting that money to survive and cover your needs, and then I want to know what you're working on on top of that that's yours your project that you're building to try to like monetize and to allow it to take up some of your time so you don't have to just always work for someone else if this sounds like you leave a comment and uh or and if and if you're on the podcast please leave a comment on the itunes store just go leave a review but let me know you know what your full-time job is and what your passion is and what you want to be doing what you really want to be doing I'm not under the illusion that um, we escape work. There's a free plug for Dunkin' Donuts because I'm from New England. <laughs> Shout out Dunkin' Donuts. Hashtag Dunkin' Donuts. All I need. <laughs> <laughs> 
kick in some money for skateboarding, Duncans. We can do six stuff together. It'll be rad. You just have to support legit skateboarders that are passionate in building and creating and help contribute to the skateboard world. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not under the illusion that we escape work. I don't even want to escape work. Some people, their their whole life is to, like, avoid working. I'm not that person. Not yet, anyways. <laughs> I, I find something pleasurable in working. Something about working hard and accomplishing something by yourself, but also with other people. That, to me, is very rewarding. The problem is, a lot of the work we get is meaningless to us. We're not really invested. It's not for you. It's You're doing some trivial shit. Like, over and over and over and over again. And again and again and again and again. There's no purpose in the work, you know? And I feel like they tell us all the time, life is about finding purpose. So try and find purpose, drive, focus. I'm trying, we're trying, I'm sure. Everybody is, right? It's hard when you're growing. And trying to figure out what's real in the world and what's not, especially nowadays, right? Going back to politics and news, it's like, how the fuck do you know what ups up and downs down, you know? You have to be so centered in your own moral compass and your own ideals and beliefs. You really have to know what... You have to have experience and know what your needs are nowadays, or or you'll be robbed of them. I promise you. There's a lot of fucking gnarly people out there, and a lot of them are in charge. A lot of people with power and charge are there because they took it, and they abused human life <laughs> or just neglected to help it grow or they just, you know, put it on the back burner for a profit. That's what's going on to, from what I can tell. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm an asshole. I'm sure it's not all evil. You know, we're supposed to be, in America, we're supposed to be the the um, best example of a free nation and democracy and all that, you know? Like, remember when I was coming up, it was like, America is the home of the brave, and you can do anything. Excellence. American excellence. Like, heights. You could see any heights. You could do anything. And then that turned into, like, excess and craziness and corruption and recessions. The Great Recession, they titled it. Strange. And then they now I feel like we're we're left with these rubbles of our remains, like our politics are shattered, our belief structure is shattered. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was like we took a fucking blow, right? Maybe nine eleven was a punch, <laughs> a big blow, kicked him nuts because it hurt, you know. But yeah, I don't know. What do you do from that? What do you do from there? What do you do from the ashes? You build up, you rise up, you thrive. Like, you, you start to formulate on how we're going to redo this whole thing. How we'll make a better world. And how we'll correct the past mistakes. And move forward and try to learn from it. And be honest about it. That's the hardest part, is being honest and not being caught up in yourself. And It's so hard. I don't fault anyone. I do not fault anyone that, that um, consumes all the time and just falls for all these pitfalls i don't like i said there's so many out there it's easy to happen you, you feel like you're walking in the dark because you're born into a world and you don't know anything about it and then as soon as you turn into adult it's like you're out with the wolves <laughs> you know what i mean it's the fucking the biggest example of uh capitalism that's ever existed you know consumerism and capitalism and the leader of this 
and you're out there, and that's it, you know. And there's a lot of pitfalls, and a lot of people misguiding you, and whoo, a lot of people making money off of conning and and uh, and underpaying and uh, just bad business practice. And there's a lot of that. Not all of it. We have a good, you know, America's full of a lot of hardworking people that build brands and businesses and raise families and there's a lot i believe it you know i believe more good than bad for sure but anyways so i lost my train of thought but you get what i'm getting at i i I just want to get with okay we're at the ashes i just want to grow from the ashes because coming up there was like a lot of negativity in my life since i was a little kid and I always just wanted peace and um, calmness. I wanted calmness and security and peace. That's what I wanted. Didn't never really got it. <laughs> the only time I got it was when I was skating with my friends, or I was at out skating when I'm in that flow state and I'm my heart's beating and I'm I'm lost in what I'm doing and it's all working. And like that's when I found it. I was like, ah, oh, that's that feeling. Or like. When you get that deep hug from someone, maybe your dog or your lady or your dude or whatever, when you just have that, you both exhale and you let go of everything and you're like just there, you know, or maybe making love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. From those ashes, I want to try to build something with people that are like-minded that um, want to grow at a pace, a slow and steady pace, and build something that's super solid. Um, maybe not a slow pace, but at a steady pace. Steady, so we can do the work properly and enjoy it, and we can still enjoy our lives and be there and experience everything. So that's what I want to do in my life. I want to go from the bottom and go up to something that we build that's beautiful with awesome people. <laughs> it's so much time because it takes fucking forever that's what it is you know I think that's what we're all striving for just find like have your needs covered right so you gotta eat so you gotta be able to afford shelter as well and you gotta have purpose so you need food shelter and purpose and family you need people that care about you strong family bonds right <sighs> not really I like the idea of like weed not being illegal. That one's cool, because there's a lot of people in jail and a lot of families that were broken from broken up from that. You know, that was fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, so I like that idea. I like that. Um, that's starting to take roots in society. You know, because less families broken up. If we have good, healthy families that are raising people. Um, that are happy and healthy, like, the cooler shit we can do, you know, we can do that, and then if we all, if we come into this world, and we all keep that state of mind, like, stay optimistic, happy, healthy, trying to figure it out, know that we're gonna have our downtime, our downfalls, and our times where we make mistakes, but not just, like, hold ourselves to that, like, oh, I am that mistake now, it's not true, we all make mistakes, it happens all the time, you know, you, all you can do is make the mistake, feel it, Try to correct it, and then you move forward and not make the same mistake. That's just a part of life and the ride in general. It's not the fun part. <laughs> not the fun part at all. 
But that's part of growing, you know, the growing pains, trying to figure it out. Um, man, I can't wait to skate. The last time I was trying to film uh, for my video part a couple days ago, it's on the YouTube, last YouTube video I put up, uh, Situate in Marshfield Skate Parks, that's the title. Situate in Marshfield Skate Parks, that's the title. The first, like, minute is me trying to do this kickflip down this double set, and then there's no push, and then there's this long, like, 20-foot flat bar, and it's, like, kind of sketchy. And uh, I was trying to kickflip the double set, land, set my feet up, board side this long thing, and I was coming so close. But then I just defeated myself, like, mentally. I just was, it was hot. I was having a bad day already because I was just in my head thinking about, um, like, earlier that day I, I had been working and it was hot. And I was just, like, thinking about people, things I lost, like my father and my mom and then my dog recently. And I was like, you just have one of those days where you're like, oh, shit. You just kind of dwell on the negative, you know? And I was like, oh, I want to go have fun and skate and try to get this line. I already came close to doing it before, and I knew I could do it. But, man, I just got my head, and my temper got the best of me and broke my board. Shit sucked. <laughs> but I realized that. I was like, ah, probably not the right route. I barely ever do it, but but it did feel good kind of getting it out. You know, I got mad, yelled a little bit. That's what I always liked about skateboarding, too, was that... It wasn't just for athletes. It wasn't just for people that behaved and walked in straight lines. It was for anybody. Like, cause when I was younger, um, when I was younger, I needed skateboarding um, more for just something to get my emotions out. Like, sometimes I would go out when I was younger, and I was like 15, 16, having that bad day, thinking about all the gnarly shit that had been going on all day, stuff that I had no control of, and. Uh, I would just go out and throw my board around, get mad at, mad at it, because nothing would work, you know? It just wouldn't work. Nothing would work that day, you know? So I'd just take my anger out, my frustrations out on my board and yell, and it, it was petty and stupid, and you look like an asshole doing it, but there's something relieving. It's almost like punching a, <laughs> punching, a punching bag or something. It was just like, I'd yell at my board and be like, fucking, you know? Um, as I got older, I stopped doing that. I, like, realized that's just not a healthy, uh, habit, you know? But I like the idea that it's there for people that need that, you know? Like, I needed that. I needed to get angry and mad at something, and I'm glad I just took it out on my board and myself, to be honest, instead of other people. And then as I got older, I realized that's, like, not a very good fuel, you know? Like, you can't fuel yourself off of anger and rage and, um, injustice, you know? Like, you can use it as fuel, but it's not sustainable. Like, it'll destroy you it'll mentally and physically, and it'll imprison you in a world that you're not happy with, you know? So, as you get older, as I got older, as I, as I get older now, time's always moving. <laughs> and uh, I've just learned that I need to find more sustainable fuels to, to, like, inspire me and fuel and to use, you know? So, like, now when I see something epic, someone else do something sick or some creation, something of beauty I see, I, I get really hyped and I use that and I'm like, yes, I want to create now, you know? It's a balance between consumption and creation. So, I try not to consume so much, just this watching everything all the time and critiquing and watching and critiquing because then I'm not actually partaking in it. So I, you forget. You forget how hard it is to create. So then you go back to creating and you're stuck in this world and it's so fun. You're creating content and you're creating flyers and events and podcasts and videos and you're setting things up and you're creating apparel and 
and it's awesome. But then when you just create all the time, you never stick your head up and look at other people's creations. So it's like, it's trying to find the balance in that is like consuming other people's stuff and then creating your own and trying to mesh it all together. You know, it's like, it's hard with like, um, life. I know some people that just go into rabbit holes and they never even touch base with humanity, (laughs) you know, like, or outside of a computer. That's kind of crazy too. I'm learning about trying to go out in nature more, I guess. My lady wants to do it a lot. So. I love the ocean. It's terrifying. Fucking terrifying. Think about a shark. Just think about a fucking big-ass 12-foot shark. With, like, the gills and those razor-sharp teeth. Imagine just being in the water, and if that thing just took its jaws, which is made to extend open crazy wide, right? And this thing has fucking four fucking inch, six inch, four, six inch teeth, rows of them, not just one row, but like multiple rows of razor sharp teeth, and it just on your arm or your leg, you're out there, and you, here's another thing, I fish occasionally with Jeff, and a lot of the All I Need dudes, Billy Drown's out there fishing, Ben Reed, shout out my fishing crew, All I Need fishing crew kills it, you guys kill it, steady catching fish too, we have some episodes on the YouTube channel, All I Need Skate on YouTube, and we got fishing episodes, when, so we fish a lot, so we know that you could throw a bobber out there and catch 12 fish. You could throw something out there and catch nothing all day. But the odds are it's going to happen. Something's going to attack it. So that's like with the fucking thing in the ocean with the sharks. It's like you're putting bait in the water basically every time. I'm scared to go out past my head. I do it. Also, I'm not the strongest swimmer. I'm not a bad swimmer. I've realized that. I always say I suck at swimming, but... The more I swim, the better. I just don't have, like, good overhand on top of the water swimming. I can swim under the water if I can, like, I'm a newborn. Like, they say newborns can just swim. They just instinctually know how to swim. Maybe they just float, but whatever. Um, but I can swim under the water. And I have a mean to hoggy paddle as well. Doggy, doggy paddle's strong because I couldn't do over the shoulder, like, comfortably. For whatever reason, I just, I gotta practice it more, I guess find stride and I can't like breathe and you have to like and that's like long distance swimming I can kind of kick on my back I think about this because like imagine if I'm in a boat this is back to the whole fear shark thing is like if you're in a boat thing sinks you gotta swim for like a mile imagine swimming a mile that's exhausting that would be insane I just recently went to um my friend's uh beach spot they had like a lake house that's what it is a lake house carol and dave that own the edge they have a lake house and uh they invited us and they had a kayak and i kayaked all the way across and back as fast as i could my shoulders were killing me now imagine swimming for old miles that would be insane and imagine all the fucking big fish out there that hit the bobber It'd just be bait in the water it's terrifying to me I know people go in the ocean all the time and the odds are not in your favor of getting attacked by a shark, but it is a nightmare of mine. Very terrifying. If I die by shark attack and you guys are watching this, that's going to be funny. But sad, hopefully. But but funny, right? Because we're talking about it. 
It's fucking weird. That would be fucking weird if I predict my own shark attack, shark attack death on the Shetler show. I just scared myself even more of sharks. Just case you were wondering. Uh, lots coming out today. My fear of sharks. Um, yeah, while I'm at it, I might as well just say thanks, 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 thank you to all of you out there. All of you on YouTube, all of you on the podcast. You guys are awesome. This platform, these platforms exist because we're all here. And it means a lot to me. This is cool to be here with you, talking. And I love all the comments. Thank you, all the feedback. I love that you guys send feedback. It makes me doing these podcasts, like, it makes me feel like I'm not just in my head, but I'm in a room with everybody, all the feedback. And same on YouTube. You guys crush with the feedback, leaving all the comments about the videos and about um, anything we talk about. It's cool. The, the comments mean a lot to me, and uh, it makes me feel not alone, which is so cool, you know, to have that feeling. We didn't have that before. We weren't as connected as we are nowadays. Um, so thank you guys, because this wouldn't be possible without us. You know what I mean? Which makes me think of Brother Ali. I really like his hip-hop. I don't know if you guys ever listened to it, but he had an album. It was titled, There's No You, and There's No Me, Just Us. I like that. <laughs> I still got so much to do before I go to Maine. Well, before, first I gotta go to Harvard tomorrow. Set up that tent, find someone to work it, and then I gotta film... The mini ramp contest. Not that I got to. I want to. I want to do all this because it's so cool. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be so rad. Maybe I should just talk about it so I can visualize it first and then I'll actu make it actual actuality. Is that a word? When I get there. I'm going to show up early, set up the tent, the canopy. I've already set it up. It's a new one, but it's basic. Just you pull the metal apart, put the canopy on top, and then secure it. And then we got a table, a couple chairs, protect chairs, pop, pop. Those are easy. Finding the table might be tricky. I just got to find Mike. He said he'd have it for me. I'm going to talk to him tonight. It's a good idea. Touch base before tomorrow. And then uh, set the product up. I brought our boards, our seafood vengeance boards, and even some of our throwback boards. Um, the series before that, I brought some of those as well. Brought some of the puffer fish teas, so I'll set those up. I need hangers. Thank you guys for reminding me. <laughs> I need to bring coat hangers so I can hang this the shirts up. And then I'm going to check out the mini ramp, which I already saw photos of. It looks super fun. It's like a three foot, so super little. But then it has a quick, a nice four foot. So you can go three to four foot and it's super wide. So I don't know. When you tell someone that, they're like, that's too small. But to me, I think that's the sickest because so many tricks can go down. You could do anything small and it'll be fun and it's wide so you can go super fast and there'll be snaking and people dodging hopefully my video reflects that so i'm super excited to film it but he also wanted me to mc and that's hard to pass up because i like being loud <laughs> whenever we're skating if you watch the vlogs you know i'm i'm always like boo, 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 or just yelling and contributing even when i'm not skating because it's fun to like be part of it like people killing it and landing tricks is like the best part of skating so It'd be cool to have a mic, but I gotta make sure I have my camera and I'm emceeing. I gotta be conscious of what I'm doing, basically. The video should be interesting. Um, and then, after that, break everything down, pack up, say goodbye, get home, start packing for Maine. Um, 
I have a bunch of emails and all that work stuff I gotta do, but I can do that. And then make sure everyone's on the same page, the whole All I Need crew, everyone that's coming, make sure we all meet up at my house. We're gonna do it super early, I haven't even decided when yet. Maybe I'll decide right here, like 7? Because it's gonna take 7 hours. Of, like 2 o'clock? I don't know what time we wanna get there, but I don't wanna get there and go to bed, you know? I wanna. So maybe I'll have the crew meet at the house for 7. Maybe six, be over ambitious. Because you know you're going to have to stop. If you get in the van or a car with a bunch of people and you're on a road trip, it's like you get going and you got to stop and then you got to stop again because you're getting bored and then you find something to skate and then like you don't end up at the spot until like a couple hours longer, you know? And you're like, what the fuck? How did that happen? It's like, especially if you have a good career, you know? You could just hang out at a gas station for an hour just shooting the shit and fucking kicking a hacky sack. Doing flag round tricks. Soccer ball. Not a hacky sack. I'm not a hippie. I don't know why I said hacky sack. But a soccer ball. Kevin Phelps soccer ball. What's up, Kevin? Kevin Shreds. You guys should look him up. East Coast Shredder. Dude should be pro. He, he's got the possibility. He's got the talent for sure. He's got, he, seemed to have, he seems to have the drive because he doesn't seem like he's slowing down. I think he just needs the right people backing him really to promote him and, and really give him the opportunity. Um... Yeah, he'd be a sick one to see. But he left his soccer ball with me because we went on a skate mission. It's been cool since I started doing these vlogs on the YouTube channel. Um, all the skate-heavy stuff. These uh, really talented and really creative and really stylish skateboarders have been hitting me up just to go film. They're like, hey, you want to come film an episode with me? I'm like, fuck yeah, Dan Life, Josh Silva, Dan Life with Kevin Phelps. And, like, it's cool. I got more lined up. Like, people that are just down and dudes i'm just like yeah i'd like to go check out your spots and fucking film you kill it you know or have fun or whatever you know so that's been a kind of a cool perk like getting to see all this new stuff and it's really cool it's a lot of east coast shredders too heavy dude a lot of dudes i i gotta film with too that's been really fun um yeah i also gotta start working on new england am stuff but it's coming around. We we're just going to get the art. We got the date locked down, waiting on the art. And then we'll start promoting, getting it out there so you guys can know about the New England AM. This is our fourth annual. It's crazy time traveling to think four years of doing the skate event. It's been crazy every year, man. 14 and under, 15 and over divisions. Those were stacked. Tons of good, tons of shredders. Um, and then we did Skate Shop Invite. We had 25 skate shops. Uh, over 25 skate shops each year all three years and they bring three riders each battle it out bracket style till you're down to the top shop that's pretty insane it's it's heavy it's the heaviest skating i see and it's all at the edge indoor skate park um in taunton mass and uh you guys are all invited all you podcast humans all you youtubers the combinate you guys should just combine together and we'll uh We'll all be there because it's gonna be crazy. We also added a snowman bowl jam last year. Um, we were talking about adding a girls division, which I think would be really fucking sick. Um, so that's something that's in the works, but that's coming up. Well, it'll be in November, and uh, if you guys can make it out, it'd be sick. Any of you guys, if you want to see like quite the epic skateboarding show, it's a two-day event too. So and there's a party in the middle. <laughs> at a live music and a party which is always really fun and there's hotels right near the park holiday in so you can hotel it 
hit the skate park, you could skate it, you could watch the fucking contest go down. It's a massive park, so there's stuff to skate too. Like if you're at the at the contest and you want to skate still, you could watch and then you could go around back to the second skate park. It's thirty thousand square feet, so we only use you know, the front half of the park. So it's pretty sick, man. It's it's gonna be a wild weekend. And everybody out there, internet world, all you humans, fellow humans, you should come. You got my personal invite, my dudes. And if you see me there, I'll probably be hustling. I mean, I will be hustling. I'll be emceeing, and I'll be making sure everything's in a row. Hopefully, the homie Mike, who's running Central Mass tomorrow, is going to help us again with our registration and make that a lot easier for me. Um, That's another person we work with. And uh, keep hearing noises. But... uh. Yeah, that's going to be really cool, and I'm excited. I'm really excited to... uh, I want to film it, too. I want to film kind of me doing all the stuff, like getting everything ready, like all the prizes and all the paperwork and all the judging sheet, and, like, I want to film all the lead-up to it, so we'll see all of it. So you'll really know what goes into creating the event, and then we'll film the whole event, too. It'll be crazy. It always is, because there's, like, there's so many gnarly skateboarders in New England. I'm not fucking kidding. It's insane. I love it. I love it. Dudes are killing it and treading and like giving and giving back to skateboarding and contributing and like creating events and opening up shops and starting brands and supporting supporting the brands that are around too that are core skateboarding. Like people are buying core stuff. People that are living and loving it, buying and core core might not be the right word, but people that are supporting homegrown like real people that live it and love it. You know, like it's cool. That's what's going on. So. We gotta just keep going. Momentum's on our side. We can we can build these build this stuff and uh, keep going. Make a sick world. Everyone, you know. I've rambled long enough, my friends. Thank you, thank you um, for loving skateboarding. Till next time. Peace.